guys, welcome back to Actually Adultish. I'm one of your hosts, Nina. I'm one of your other hosts, Kaylin. And I'm your other host, Christina. And we are very happy to be back again this week talking to you guys. First of all, we wanted to say thank you to everybody who has subscribed on iTunes and Stitcher. It means the world to us. And if you like the show, you should definitely leave a rating and review on both iTunes and Stitcher. Five star ratings, please. Or, you know, just anything. Just let us know if you like it. Also, if you have a question you want us to answer or a topic you want us to talk about, then submit it to actuallyadultish.com or email us at actuallyadultish at gmail.com. We love hearing from you guys. Also, new exciting news is that we have a new Instagram account. It's actuallyadultish, so you should definitely follow us on there because we're about to post some really embarrassing pictures and it's going to be great. Also, sorry about the Nina hiatus, but I had to go <laughs> twerk. And by twerk, I mean work. So no, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Okay. Yeah. No, Nina's been working really hard. I don't know how you do that. But yeah, so today we have a very special guest. And I'm very excited to introduce her. Today we have Jordan Younger from The Balanced Blonde, blogger, author, yoga junkie, cat lover, She's a woman of many talents, and yeah. Hey guys, I'm so excited to be here. We're so excited to have you. So it's really weird having George. We were just talking about this. It's really <laughs> weird having her in our apartment because, like, I feel like you're out of place because I'm just like only used to being in your your totally. apartment. Yeah. No, it's so crazy. I've like been to the outside of your apartment. You live in my apartment yeah. half the time, and here I am. Yeah. So for people who don't know. I know Jordan because I was her intern for like a long time. Long time. And I'm still like her cat sitter. <laughs> so Christina's just helped me with just about everything. So yeah, she's so the absolute best. We're just besties over here. So we, okay, first of all, I listened to You Were on the Want podcast. Yes. And that went up, that went up um, <laughs> earlier this week, I think. But I listened to it and I can't believe. So you made a video to go on The Bachelor. Did I not tell you about this? No, you never told me. Oh my God, I thought I told you. I thought I might have showed you the video. <laughs> no. Yes, when I was home over the summer, I got like super excited about potentially auditioning for The Bachelor. <laughs> so I made a tape, like was so nervous to make this tape because I just <laughs> was so into the idea that my mom and I took shots, took shots of vodka like oh, in the morning. Oh you my gosh. Shots? I remember yes. seeing your Snapchat. Yes. And taking shots and I was like, why the hell? <laughs> and I put it on my Snapchat and I said like really exciting stuff coming, taking shots with my mom, yeah, filming something crazy. So funny. It's like a 25 minute video. That I changed my mind about because oh then I started thinking, can I actually leave my life for three and a half months? Right. Like, no, no. Did you decide to like make the video because Nick was going to be The Bachelor? No, it was before it was announced that oh, Nick was going to be The Bachelor. Okay. Oh, so I wanted it to be Chase, actually. Yeah. Oh, I, <laughs> I love see. Chase. I and I like, I think, I'm, I'm team Luke. <laughs> or Luke. Yeah, yeah Luke I think he's so cute too. So a bunch of my friends were just like, you would be awesome on it. You would, you would totally be picked. And I just got super excited about it. So <laughs> made my audition tape. And then my That's dad awesome. was like, what are you thinking? You have a full-time <laughs> job that requires you like 24 hours a day. Like, can you leave that? No. That's true. But I kind of feel like you of all those people would have the, like the type of job that you could leave it because you're your own boss. You I, could, I could like, leave, but... A lot of but... people quit their jobs. Well, I know, but I feel like it's kind of risky to just leave. I have, like, long-term partnerships yeah. that I would mm -hmm. have to, like, 
explain to like 25 different brands yeah i'm leaving i can't tell you where i'm going like oh, i might be back in a true. week i might be back in three and a half yeah. months like people might become disinterested because there's so many blogs out there and you can't so, use social media while but, you're on the yeah, show yeah you right? can't use you don't have a phone you're like totally isolated. oh my gosh trade-off though like say you got on it yeah you'd have to do that but when you came back, you'd have, like... You'd have a... Well, yeah. No, that was my thought. That's yeah. what I was... Well, at first, I was really defensive, and I was telling that to my dad. I'm like, you don't understand. Yeah. The people who go on this show, they get, like, so much exposure. Yeah. Millions of people follow yeah. them. And you like, already have a following yeah, already. Exactly. They would, and it would just be even more. So. Exactly. But I just wouldn't want to be pinpointed as, like, that girl who went on because she has a blog and, like, wants people to follow it. But yeah. mm. I would be looking for love, too. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. think there has been a blogger on... On the, um, like there has, the there has been a long time ago. Really? There was, yeah, there was a fashion blogger from New York. Hmm. I forgot her name. She didn't make it very far, but oh. um, yeah, I stalked they that. One on there more recently. Like I'm surprised so. too, but they all become bloggers. Yeah, yeah. they do. <laughs> we all have the same manager. Yeah. No. <laughs> That's the other thing. It's so, just so you didn't send it in. So I did not send it in. It's on my computer. It's like 25 you, minutes how did long. You know, are there like directions online? Yes. Oh. If you type in bachelor application, <laughs> there's a list of questions to answer. They tell you to get creative with the video. There, I filled do? out. I have like a whole binder full of my stuff oh that my, I filled out that's for That's so it. cool. Um, we have to see, see this. this. Yeah. No, I can't believe I haven't showed yeah, you. I'm like very proud of the video. I wanted to like put it on YouTube you or do should. something. with It was you so should. much work. We you know this so from movies. editing all my yeah. other videos. Yeah. They might just but put you on just because you put it on YouTube. No, seriously, it's just so long. But I was like dressed up, yeah. did my hair, did my makeup. My mom was interviewing me. It was oh so God. funny. We had that like come up though, like to begin with, like. Like, I mean, I was it? at breakfast with like a bunch of my friends and with my parents. Uh-huh. We were talking about the show. Yeah. We're all super obsessed with the show. I know you guys are too. <laughs> um, yeah. And I think somebody was just like, why haven't you ever gone on? That's so you. Yeah. You love that kind of stuff. Like you love to, I don't know, like be in the public eye. I suppose. <laughs> and, um, you love the show. So why not? So I kind of started thinking, what's holding me back? This could be mm-hmm. so cool. It would be incredible i've always thought it would be so fun to go on that type of show or to even know somebody on that show so i started thinking about it and then both my parents were like just do it like you need to put yourself out there and then it was my dad in the end who was like absolutely not (laughs) not a good idea you you have a business you need to be smart and and i was upset with him because i'm like you're leading me in so many directions (laughs) yeah so do you, are you like happy with your decision to not would you ever reconsider doing it i would reconsider i feel like i would kind of have to plan in advance like plan like yeah. a year in advance or something because the problem was i would have with that kind of i know but i would have to be ready to leave at like a moment's notice yeah. mm-hmm. so i have partnerships with my blog from now until like march so to leave basically like between december and march mm-hmm. yeah. would be like just bad timing yeah. so if I could kind of plan in advance, I would do it. But also, so then I also talked to um, my on and off boyfriend about it. And he was like, if you did that, I would seriously rethink like everything about your personality. But then I had to explain to him, no, 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 it's all reasons. And so I, I, I don't know. I would probably do it on like a whim. Oh if they called God. me today and said, we want you on the show, I would be like, okay, fine. Yeah, I'll come. <laughs> I know yeah, you and, and try to get the Christina to just live with Hudson. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, can exactly. FaceTime her on the Actually, show. I, I know. I love your apartment. Seriously. Like, I, nice. <laughs> I know. Well, I obviously love having you. Hudson yeah. loves having you. But he has to, I'd have to discipline him a little. 
anymore. I know. Yeah, Christina disciplines my cat like way, way, way more. Oh than wow, I, do. Too he, soft with him. I know, but I've been disciplining him more lately. I think yeah, you'd be so proud of me. I would. I should. I have my new. <laughs> no, the way that I <laughs> ears like pin way back into oh, his head. It's, it's sad, but he knows. Yeah. And, I started covering all the spots where he was not using his litter box. Oh, covered them yeah. all with a towel, and now he looks at me like, "Good, like he's like a human." <laughs> he is like a human. That's I think so he's funny. more like a human really than a cat. It's, it's, I've never met a cat like Hudson. He's <laughs> so cute. Yeah. I have to Aww. show you guys pictures from this morning. He got into my. Um, I was taking pictures of my breakfast, and I noticed him like on the floor. He was in the picture, just looking at me. <laughs> So cute. That's so cute. I, know, I literally have like 500 photos of Hudson on my phone because when he's like looking really cute, I'm like, I have to take a picture. He's so photogenic. He's very photogenic. Yeah. We get Snapchats all the time. When yeah. You see this he guy looks sitting. like a <laughs> eyes. Like, you know how you can see into someone's soul? With yes. Eyes? He Doesn't like, he's like I'm, I'm so glad that you agree because I feel like looking into his eyes, you can read so much about his personality. Yeah, yeah. and he's smart, and he looks back, no, he and really, he's like, he knows what's going on. Wow, because it's like <laughs> no other cat, like not like my own cats. Like I don't, I look at them, but I don't feel like they're like human. Yeah. There's no connection. Yeah, but Hudson, and I seriously, I'll be like talking, and I feel like I'm talking. <laughs> That's so yeah. nice. And then he meows. It was back just at quiet. Oh, he <laughs> meows back. Oh yeah, he meows so. You can he. Know. Yeah, he's yeah. vocal. Yeah, he's wow. I like well, that. He loves that Christina talks to him, as yeah. we learned through um, oh. our animal communicator. Yeah, can we talk about this? Oh, Your yes. animal communicator? Uh, yes. Has Christina told you guys about this? No, I don't think so. So I've spoken to an animal communicator, like, probably five times at this point, where you can communicate directly with the animal like through a the communicator. Basically, she's kind of like, she's a mix of, like, um... She does like telepathy, like kind of like a medium. Like Whoa. she can also like That's talk so to animals cool. who have passed away and like, oh or if gosh. animals have run away, she can like find out where they are and they come back home. Like she has such Wait, a gift. So I've talked to her. Of course, I asked Hudson all sorts of questions like, <laughs> who do you like to stay with you when I'm gone? What do you think of Christina? What do you think of, like, I list off everybody. And he loves, he says that Christina is his favorite person who stays with him when I'm gone. <laughs> and he says, I just wish Christina would tell me, like, I wish I wish that Christina would talk to me like I was smarter and not say, not say such <laughs> oh simple God, things to me great. because I understand all the simple things she says. Oh, that's all funny. That, yeah. I tried to be more complex with that. <laughs> exactly. And he said she thinks he thinks that she's really funny like really really funny which <laughs> he has a sense of humor wow, i believe that does she have her own reality show she I feel should. like she should no this woman her name's miranda she's like in her probably in her 60s she's been doing this for like 40 years wow. she should have a reality show she's so knowledgeable yeah. as well Are does she crazy yes i yes i have <laughs> questions for her i was just trying to figure it out on my own first because yeah. yeah. i've talked to her so many times <laughs> sure every time i talk to her she's like oh it's this girl again with <laughs> her cat hudson who's literally just one year old like why have i talked to her he's only a year old yeah he just turned one this Aww. summer wow he's so smart. he's a baby yeah. he's a baby i know does she crazy? Does she read people too? She does, but her specialty is animals. Okay. All different kinds of animals, like horses, dogs, cats. Wow. Yeah, horses. That's interesting. Horses are so smart. Horses are really know. smart. Yeah, well, I wouldn't I've really know either, but, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I've heard they're smart. Oh my god. Okay. Very interesting. Mm -hmm. So let's move on to our long list of questions. Yeah, let's yeah, do the questions. We've got, got a lot. We could talk about Hudson all day. All right, we'll do some fun quickies. So um, tell us about Worker Bee Christina. We haven't seen her <laughs> oh my in her element. <laughs> well, <laughs> what I'm like. 
Yeah. We know college girl Christina, <laughs> blogger girl Christina, but what about when she works for you? I mean, I assume it's probably pretty similar because I think Christina's just such a hard worker. She, she is. Yeah. We have this back and forth where she'll get frustrated with me because Christina is so organized, so structured. She's so very, on top of everything. Yeah. She went through my calendar for I don't even know how long that you inputted that stuff into oh, yeah. my calendar. Probably through like 2020 because every single Wednesday I have this notification YouTube filming. Christina has kind of just helped me organize my life, which is fantastic. And she made you a four-year plan. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Seriously. So she's been so helpful. Um, Can I hire you? Just kidding. (laughs) Yeah, you should. She has tons of great ideas. She's super into it. She's like my go-to for everything with YouTube, with podcasts, all the time. I'm like, Christina, who are some YouTubers? Like, if I want to watch YouTube, who should I watch? And she'll give me a list of like 30 people. Yeah, I watched all of them. Sometimes I just get into a mood where I just want to watch YouTube, even though I'm not like much of a YouTube watcher. So addicting, though. It is. But yeah, Christina's just the absolute best. There's a reason why I kept her on as my intern even <laughs> after even after she was like, I have to go back to school full time. I'm like, okay, so which days a week can you? <laughs> no, I can attest to all her recommendations yeah. from health to like food to fashion totally. to everything. Yeah, That's the other amazing. things we could talk for like hours about health and food and we absolutely do. So it's yeah. cool to have... I'm, I'm just the kind of person who, like, no matter who I have working with me, we're probably going to become very good friends or else it's probably not going to work. Yeah. So that's yeah, because what we were talking about this, like, being an intern for a blogger is so different than being an intern for any other job because yeah. it's not, like, just, you're not working. It's, like, I'm part of your life, you know? Exactly. Like, like you're not in, in the an car. We're having, like, all these conversations about our lives because... Yeah. I'm just, I mean, like I said, I'm not the most structured person, so I'm not the type to, like, put a bunch of boundaries up Mm -hmm. with an intern. I mean, maybe if I had, like, 20 employees or something one day, it would be different, Mm -hmm. hopefully, or else I would, like, (laughs) I would always be sharing so much of my life with so many people, but it, yeah, it works. It's a nice little team. I know. I remember the first day I, like was working for you we went to moon juice and cafe gratitude and was we, that the first day yeah that was the first day seriously like, when my face was peeling off yeah oh, oh my god <laughs> i got like this major skin treatment right oh yeah Which i remember I, I didn't really know you i texted you like don't be alarmed yeah. my face is peeling <laughs> off but then i went and got it I yeah then she it. started seeing my same i've seen her face peeling facialist yeah i'm actually in the middle of it right now I just makeup oh really yeah. wow. can't tell at all no good even though your skin <laughs> is perfect to yeah begin with. seriously no, no, I've seen anyways, you without makeup. <laughs> Why I wanted to bring that up was because that day, and we just like sat there and like talked about lives and like health and like deep shit. I don't even know. And I was like, I don't know. If we're, I just remember thinking, I don't, I'm worried we're never going to get work done. I know. You texted me afterwards and said, I, I'm really sorry that we didn't like work harder today. And Aww. I was like, um, that was all my lead. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> About it, but like, oh my god, but let her down my first day. No, oh my that's, gosh, that's, that's so you, Christina. It's even so when Christina. she doesn't have any work, she's like, she's like looking. For she work. can't not yeah. be stressed out about she's something. The type she's always to on. Always be doing something, which is funny because most people who I've ever been super close to in my life are like that. Like yeah. my parents are like that. Any relationship I've been in is like that. My best friends, every roommate I've had, mm-hmm. because it complements me. <laughs> I'm also a workaholic, <laughs> but everything I do is like work to me like we were taking pictures at cafe gratitude filming for youtube Mm -hmm. and so it's kind of just like interspersing all of that stuff into actual like 
computer work and yeah. desk, you know, yeah. sitting at a desk, That's all cool. that yeah. stuff. So before we get away from the topic of your cat for <laughs> for the rest of the episode, we had one question. Um, would you get rid of Hudson if it was a deal breaker for your boyfriend? No. I would, I would never. I could Aww. never. Like, Actually, it's funny that you asked me that because I was in Petco a couple days ago trying to get new litter for Hudson yeah. because we know he doesn't like his current litter. <laughs> and um, <laughs> there were two cats up for adoption. One of them. And so it always lists like why they're up for adoption. Mm-hmm. Oh, and there was oh. a five-year-old cat named Kyle. He was so cute. And his reason was because his um, his owner... His owner's new girlfriend was allergic to him, so he dropped him off at the shelter. Oh my god. And gosh. I started crying. I'm not even kidding. I cried in oh Petco because I just thought about Well, he was so sweet. I stuck my hand in and he was so so, so oh, and he has special needs on top of all of oh. it. Special needs cat. The guy left him because his girlfriend's allergic. I just I just I don't get it. Like he better be planning to put a ring on that. Yeah, I know. You, you know. <laughs> yeah, I understand because I think finding like a human connection is so important too. And if like this is your soulmate, yeah. But find a home for the cat. Yeah. Like, but I, yeah. I wouldn't. Like, I could never, ever, ever. Because Hudson's, he's like my child. He's yeah. like the, I, he's he is my boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> like, Aww. I could never ever do that but i think Aww. like i could support other people doing that if they could find a home like it's a the way you do it for their cat yeah. Yeah. exactly i feel like you would never get far enough in a relationship like for that to, like if you met exactly and you weren't a cat person you'd be like okay, never mind it yeah i would just be like it. sorry yeah. it's not gonna work <laughs> yeah. unless it's like a deathly allergy like, yeah just make it work yeah yeah I know. Yeah. yeah all right next quickie what's your ideal breakfast Ooh, so that changes all the time, which is actually really positive because I used to be such a creature of habit that I could never switch things up. Yeah. But currently, so I've been having, you're going to be surprised to hear this, but I've been having a lot of Siggy's yogurt, which so I like I recently I just saw that on your post. Yeah, I just posted it on my Instagram this morning. I didn't have dairy for a long time, yeah. but I've found that I, if I have like clean sources of dairy yeah, that don't have a lot of like anything else, preservatives, then I'm kind of okay. Yeah. I mean, I obviously That's, can't eat it like three times a day or anything, but once a day is fine. So I like to crumble up a perfect bar or like nut butter, add a whole lot of fat, coconut butter, um, chia seeds, and just put it into the yogurt. That's my current favorite breakfast. It's so good. About the dairy thing, like a lot of people can't tolerate dairy, but like if you get it, if you get a good source, like a full fat grass fed, like, you know, something a really good exactly. dairy. Yeah. yeah. And it's good for you. Like, right. You know, like, and also you can just like be careful about your amount that yeah. you're eating. Cause obviously like if you're having it at every meal, mm-hmm. that's a lot of dairy. Yeah. So your body's going to respond to that. But if you just have it once a day and it's like those yogurts are pretty small, yeah. which is why I add lots of other food to it <laughs> for breakfast. But, um, Totally works for me, which yeah. is awesome. It's all about that clean source. Yeah, I it is. Siggy's is like the best. Siggy's is so good. Yeah. You take Very note of that. Of <laughs> did you see the hundreds in my refrigerator? Yeah, I did. They sent me a bunch, which I'm so grateful for, but they sent me every single flavor, and I only like vanilla, coconut, and plain. So I'm kind of trying oh, okay. to figure out what to do with the rest of them. Although I tried the pumpkin one. Yeah, it's really good. Really good. I love it. I'd make a weekly. They only sold it at Target. Really? Yeah, so I made this weekly excursion. I just loaded up on this. I'm not surprised to hear that at all. (laughs) It's, yeah, the pumpkin was good, but I like the other ones because they have less sugar. So I just kind of feel better after. Yeah. You should try those. I should. I know I'm listening to this. Yes. Oh, you should totally Totally try. Totally a pumpkin person. Yeah, you can get them pretty much everywhere. 
Whole Foods. Yeah, they're mm. Whole Foods. Okay, so on the topic of food, what's your favorite restaurant? Ooh, I know that's difficult that in LA. Such a good <laughs> I mean, like a restaurant that I could go to every single day yeah. for breakfast, lunch, and dinner and be happy would be Cafe Gratitude. Yes. I just love <laughs> Cafe Gratitude. So good. I think nothing will top that. But I also love sushi. I go to Katsuya mm. all the time in Katsuya, Brentwood. Katsuya, that's where yeah. my roommate went yesterday. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, it's walking distance from my apartment. Ooh, so I go there a lot. Nice. Your apartment's in the best location. Yeah. Like walking distance from everything totally. necessary. That's yeah. why I'm never going to move. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Orange Theory, Whole Foods, yeah. Earth Bar. That's so nice. Yeah, M Cafe, Katsuya, Cruel Farmer's Tree. Market, Alfred. Alfred, Alfred. Alfred. <laughs> we can on and on. Next to your place? It's yeah. The Alfred like, Tea? Alfred Coffee. Press, oh, but they okay. have tea. Press freeze, press freeze. Oh, <laughs> freeze yeah. Oh so everywhere okay, that really we just listed, that. those are all my favorite restaurants yeah. just for the yeah. rest. Everything. Oh I'm hungry. Okay. okay. I know. Okay. <laughs> so you know our podcast is like targeted towards college students. Yes. So we all want to know what was college Jordan like? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I think there were like two different versions of me in college because there was like the first two and a half years and then the last year and a half. Is that is that four years yeah, total? Four okay, years. yeah. <laughs> um, so she the first, college, guys. yeah, no, I swear, I went to Alamu, not too far from mm-hmm. here. So the first couple years, I was like wild party girl, totally all over the place. But I could also, I feel like I just had endless energy where I could go out. I would literally, and I'm, I'm not exaggerating, go out every single night every single night and drink a lot. I read that in Um, your book. You chug beer. Yeah. I never liked beer, but I would for like drinking games and stuff. But I usually would just take shots of vodka. So I'd go out. I was like the wildest of all of my friends. And everybody would, like I would like rotate. Like my friend Jillian would come out with me one night and then Alexi would come out with me the next night. And then I would go out with Jordan. Like people would rotate with me because I always had energy. And then I would wake up early go to the gym or a yoga class, go to class all day, was like always writing tons and tons. I was an English major, mm-hmm. so would write um, seriously like novels and plays. Like I swear wow. I had endless energy. I was never hungover. <laughs> yeah, I, never, I never slept. I was such an insomniac, oh couldn't sleep. So actually my sophomore year of college was like the worst insomnia I've ever had. I could not sleep like if I fell asleep for like an hour every night, that mm-hmm. was good. So that was crazy. Of course, I would imagine. crash. I would crash all the time. Yeah. So that yeah. was like super up and down. And then I studied abroad in Florence, Italy, Ooh. when I was a junior, which was incredible. And somehow, when I was in Florence, I kind of started to lose that wild side, which makes <laughs> sense because I was also kind of wild in high school. So I had yeah. like my years under my belt and I was there and I just couldn't like I just didn't want to go to the clubs in Italy mm-hmm, all of yeah. it was like we're in Italy yeah why would I want to go to clubs at night yeah. like, I want to wake up walk the streets sit in a cafe did you write. find an Italian boy I didn't there was there yeah. were like how many I think what's the number 20,000 American students in Florence and Florence re- is really small oh. so <laughs> um, yeah. I did meet this guy who I dated then for a couple years but he was from my college so so I kind of started to lose that side of me got back to LMU where I lived in a house with six of my best friends and I never wanted to go out and kind of just like stopped stopped being really into that lifestyle and started incorporating I did a yoga teacher training um, just 
like really became, I was always into health, but it became such a big part of my life, which was kind of hard, which Mm -hmm. is like, if anybody's listening who's in college who feels like they can't really relate because they don't want to go out or they're kind of over it. And I was in a sorority and so I (laughs) never wanted to go to my sorority events. I was just like, oh, why am I being forced to like show up and literally get fined if I don't show up? What is this world? I want to graduate and I want to have my own space. So I kind of started to feel that way. But the way that I dealt with it was to just do what I loved. So I did the yoga training. I got out of tons of sorority events because of my yoga training and nice. kind of just like developed <laughs> over everything. <laughs> it was awesome. And, and tons of my friends were like, oh my God, of course, Jordan's getting out of everything. Like so Jordan to be able to work the system yeah. or whatever. But I always whatever. just do what makes me happy. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was kind of the beginning of the Jordan that you guys now know. <laughs> um, then I started my blog, right? Nice. The, basically the day after I graduated. So that's mm. awesome. Mm-hmm. We've, well, now that you're like bringing that, we've ta- kind of talked about this before, but like the whole issue where there, there are sometimes people, like say you're a little health nut like me in college, <laughs> and then other people like kind of don't like that. Withdraw yeah. from you no, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, like they almost act like it's a personal attack. Yeah, it's a personal attack mm-hmm. that you like to eat healthy and you like to cook and you like to work out and you do yoga or you know what like people take it as like a personal offense and And they're cautious when they're eating in front of you yeah. and it's just yeah. And they comments that are just like, Oh, you always have why do you all have to eat like that or blah 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 like It's a huge deal. And I know you dealt with that. So yeah. Do you have any like tips? Yeah, no, I can so relate to that because um, so many people were really thrown off when I started eating really healthy, yeah. which was, I mean, I was... Because you did such a 180, and that's kind of what happened to me too, and that's why it's like a lot of people from my life don't get it. Like, yeah. You used to eat like five boxes of toaster strudels a day. Exactly. Why are you healthy now? And I'm like, yeah, I'm well, sorry. I was always a healthy eater. The alcohol thing was hard because I used oh, to drink yeah. a lot and go out. So people, even like just this last weekend when I was in New York with a lot of my friends who I went to college with, mm-hmm. people just say, well, let me just buy you a drink and obviously mm-hmm. you'll drink it. And I'm like, no, I'm not, go- I'm actually not going <laughs> like to. Like for real, guys. Like I haven't had a sip of alcohol in three and a half months wow. and I'm so happy. I'm not like awesome. sober, but yeah. I yeah. just feel good that way right now so when I was in college a couple people who I was really close to a couple people who I lived with kind of felt like it was a personal attack that Mm -hmm. I started eating vegan which I'm not vegan anymore but I was at the time and um would say things like around campus be like oh my god my roommate Jordan has gone crazy like (laughs) she has tons of vegetables in our refrigerator (laughs) and make it sound like audacity what (laughs) or like people they would come home and be like it smells like broccoli I'm so mad and I'm like what are you talking about broccoli smells good yes I agree I agree yeah Oh, it smells like broccoli. I'm like, yeah, that was me. Yeah, and we had this huge house, and even my close friends who were not upset about it would be like, but you know, Jordan, like, it doesn't bother me, but it it really does smell like broccoli. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, like, that, that, this is what I'm doing. I'm cooking yeah. every meal. Like, yeah. I feel really good. So, I think just to answer your question about how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, always stand up for yourself because mm-hmm. I think if you're making decisions that are purposeful because you feel good and because you're trying to live your healthiest, happiest life, yeah. if people aren't supportive, 
they're probably not meant to be in your life. And I mean, there's a difference between if people are concerned about you and trying to point out like maybe you've gone too far. But if you absolutely know that you feel good, you're making these choices for a good reason, then just stand up for yourself and don't really let people push you around. So that's what I would do. I would just be like, okay, well, sorry that it bothers you so much. Mm -hmm. Like clearly we're on very different pages. And I kind of distanced myself from some of those people, which I'm happy that Mm -hmm. I have because if they're not supportive in that aspect, mm-hmm. then there's probably a lot of other places that they aren't too. That's a good yeah. point. And you have mm-hmm. to like, I feel like you have to, if someone's critiquing you, you should think, okay, why is this person saying this? Yeah. Thing? Right. Is it, is it a problem with you or is it a problem? Well, exactly. Yeah. So on a much larger scale, like when I stopped being vegan and I had tens of thousands of people wishing me dead, basically. That's awful. That's, I, I know. That. And that's the way that I look at it. It's like, that's what's terrible. wrong with you that you want yeah. a stranger yeah. to die because they don't have the same choices as <gasps> you? Crazy. Like, it's definitely yeah. other people's it's, issue. So you just develop a thick skin, yeah. which I think is important to it have. It shocks me. Like, I feel like people don't, like, you said that before, obviously, in, like, interviews. And that's stuff, really scary. But I feel like people, like, don't really grasp and understand it. I feel like I didn't really get it until I started working for you and I I got to see like, like if I'm in your YouTube channel, I can see all the comments. Yeah, like, I was like, holy shit! Like, like they're not directed towards me, and I felt personally like, I just felt horrified. Like, yeah. it's scary. Like, it's really, and yeah. YouTube is the place where I feel like tons of internet trolls just live. Yeah. So YouTube, that's why I had to disable those yeah, comments because, no as yeah. you've seen, there's tens of thousands. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that for a while because I don't check my YouTube regularly the way that I check my blog and my Instagram. So I would go on like every so often and see literally tens of thousands of like horrible, horrible things. And they all like what each other say. And so there's like all this action on there and they just feed off of it. Right. And at the same time, they're promoting this, you know, message about um, compassion Compassion. and love. No, exactly. It's, it's such a hypocritical (laughs) lifestyle. So were you ever attacked by freely the banana girl? Yes. (gasps) Freely. No. Yeah. Freely made a hate video of (gasps) me. It's like, Oh I'm God. sure it is. It's within like a 15 minute video of hers and it's probably like three minutes long. Oh my gosh. The hate she's like the scariest one. And well, she's her ex-boyfriend is the most scary person in the world. Yeah. Durian Ryder. He's yeah. like such a oh, psychopath. They, they just broke up which I happened to notice um, on YouTube when I was watching one of the YouTubers that Christina recommended <laughs> and how it'll show things like recommended for yeah. you. I saw there was um, a video by her ex-boyfriend that basically was he was calling her out because they broke up and he mm-hmm. said like, I just want the world to know that Freely has Botox and like she's <gasps> a liar. And all these people were writing like, what? Like oh Botox? Is that why you broke up? Yeah. I mean, they're just... They will find any reason to attack each other. He said they broke up because she became like a fame whore, basically, which Which is pretty obvious. But I mean, he is too. Yeah. Her Instagram got hacked. So, yeah. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just think, I don't know. I just think it's unfortunate people who are trying to build a platform and a career off Mm -hmm. of attacking other people. It's never going to last. It could be such a positive thing that she was doing, even if. I don't agree with eating 30 yeah. bananas a day. Yeah. It could be positive for some people, but yeah. instead she just makes it so negative. She yeah. even attacked um, Blog Lotties. Uh, yeah, like, she attacked her. She attacked Kayla. It's It's really sad. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's kind of how she's made her. Yeah. That's yeah. how she's made her name for herself. And True. I think 
I think everybody should strive to do the opposite. Yeah, I feel like that's a lonely life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is. It's that's sad. Bad. It's so mean. Yeah. Who can I hate on today? And yeah. Shit. She wakes up. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. That's where she gets her happiness. Oh, oh my God. So really? Well, she's been banned from like all the vegan festivals in the world so wow, that, at least they can see that yeah exactly that's good okay let's get into some some of the meat stuff. yeah mm-hmm. so how do you about ba- <laughs> i feel so weird asking questions because i like feel like I know should it. i, I ask know it? yeah you should ask okay. It. okay oh yeah i wrote this one okay how do you balance sharing your world with your followers while also maintaining some privacy that's a really good question I feel like it's something that I've kind of learned over time because I do share so much and I've written my memoir that has so much personal stuff in it. So I share tons of my personal life on my blog. But what I've learned over time is that some people in my life, even though they know it comes with the territory, don't always want certain things shared. Like when I've gone through breakups, like I'm not going to blast that all over the (laughs) internet because that's not what my blog's about. Mm -hmm. Like it's definitely about sharing my life and being authentic and keeping my readers up to date with how I'm doing, like physically, emotionally, everything. Um, so I, I will touch on those things and I think yeah. that's enough for people to pick up on it. Yeah. Um, but over time, I've actually grown to appreciate having a little bit of privacy with certain things. I used to just, I'm just such a sharer. So people yeah, in my yeah. life, they know everything about me. So with my blog, I, I feel close to my readers and I just treat that blog like, like I'm writing to friends, people that I know. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me not to overshare, but sometimes I do that and then I think like the next day or something, like I kind of wish I hadn't shared so much. So then I scale <laughs> back. So I've yeah. learned over time, like share enough to be authentic and genuine and mm-hmm. vulnerable and show people it's okay to be honest, but don't put so much of yourself out there that like you don't have anything left in your private in your yeah, private yeah. life mm-hmm. because I think it's important just like any distinction between work and personal life you have to have some boundaries right. so boundaries are kind of what I've been working on for the last year with everything in my life like I don't need to I don't need to share everything just because my blog is about authenticity but I can share everything that I think is going to be helpful to people and mm-hmm. um, just pick and choose because. Yeah, I don't know. It's not a novel. It's a good like, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. save some things for my next book. <laughs> yeah, and then is coming up with inspiration for your blog ever difficult? I know you like you post all the time, which is awesome. But how do you keep coming up with all of these ideas? I mean, part of that is so I always tell people who are starting a blog to make sure that what they're starting the blog about, they are so incredibly passionate about because that's what you're going to be talking about all of the time. Yeah. So if this is if, if the topic is something that's like all you can talk about, all you can think about, you're probably never going to have any issues. And then also just not to pigeonhole yourself. So when I was the blonde vegan, I did run out of inspiration a lot because I didn't always want to be creating vegan recipes. Mm-hmm. Now I kind of I can pick and choose between do I want to write a list of everything I'm loving lately? Do I want to do a recipe? Do I want to share some activewear with people? Should I make a yoga video? So there's just so many endless topics to write about. And that's the kind of stuff I love. But I also am a firm believer that you can't force inspiration when it's not there. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you wake up one day and you're just totally out of it, totally tired or yeah. just feel like 
you just do not feel like sitting down and creating content and don't force it because I think if you give yourself a break and take a yoga class or go work out or just like go have coffee with a friend, you'll probably afterwards be recharged and have that inspiration. So I try not to force it. I have like days and weeks sometimes where it's just not there. And I think that's normal because I think inspiration kind of like comes in ebbs and flows. I like yeah. that. No, I'm going to use that for my writer's block when I'm writing my essays. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> totally. Especially with idea. writing because yeah. writing is such a specific part of the brain. Yeah. If you're tired or if like you have other things on your mind, mm-hmm. trying to force it, it's going to come across. Like I've forced so many blog posts just thinking I have to have to post something today. I have to get this out there. And then I reread it and it's so obvious that yeah, my heart tell. wasn't in it. Yeah. So I think it's worth saving. Yeah. And I think your readers would appreciate that too. Like, I feel like people would rather wait longer to get a blog post that's like real than just like something for the sake exactly. of Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know? So. Okay. This is a funny one. So, everyone <laughs> wants to know this, and I know what you're going to say. <laughs> what? <laughs> they want to know what's a day in the life like? Oh, you know what I'm going to say because every day is different. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's like my go-to response because every day is so different. But um, Christina wishes it wasn't. (laughs) She wishes it was really structured. She's the most routine person I've ever met. I know. Literally. I swear a a lot of my friends. Like a Oh, my God. Yes. Um, So accurate. Oh, my God. I'm not. But here's my current routine, which it does change a lot. But um, currently, what I'm trying to do is, I mean, I wake up pretty early. I like to wake up early. I usually have the most inspiration in the morning. So Mm -hmm. I like to make coffee, like do some meditation, stretch, spend some time with Hudson because he's always Mm -hmm. so sweet in the morning. And then I try to write for a couple hours. So that could be anything. That could be writing a blog post, writing Mm -hmm. several blog posts for the next week or so. It could be working on my ebook, working on a book, working on freelance, answering people's Q&A questions, just like anything that has to do with writing because my mind is fresh in the morning and it's just feels like the best time. And then I usually like to exercise around noon just Mm -hmm. to kind of like get up have a break that's like one of the things I love about having such a flexible job so I like to take advantage of that so I'll go work out I'll either go on a run go to orange theory go to yoga then come back do more work usually I try to switch it up so not like right back to start writing again but either make a recipe take some photos edit some photos have phone calls go to meetings just basically anything that's going to feel productive yeah Mm -hmm. and then I usually get back to writing because there's because my job consists of so much writing like by the late afternoon I'll write another blog post or I'll um emails are like huge but I try not to spend so much time on them because actually I find that when I block off time for my emails Mm -hmm. and just check them for like 30 minute increments throughout the day I save so much time I've had a lot of wasted days where I just like get caught up in like the email chains. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. And then people, people who I work with like brands and management and stuff always tell me you're so on top of your emails. You're more on top of your emails than anybody I've ever met. And I, and I don't take that as a compliment because I'm like, (laughs) because I just get stuck in these email cycles. So I'm trying to be less like that because I don't think immediate responses are necessary. That's what text messages are for. Yeah. So, um, that's the day. And then at night, I like to make dinner, go on a walk with somebody, read, take a bath, like super into like relaxing at night. I think it's important. Do you like cut yourself off at the end of the day for work? Like, are you like, okay, it's past six, 
like I'm not working anymore. I try, but kind of like I was saying with the inspiration ebbs and flows, lately, like a couple weeks ago, I kept getting these major bursts of passion for what I was doing at night. So I didn't stop myself because I, because then I think like, oh my God, I could work from like 6 p.m. to 10 and I could have the whole first half of the day tomorrow Mm -hmm. to myself. So that's what I love. That's why I love this flexible job so much because I can do that. But most of the time, my brain just like doesn't want to do that at the end of the day. So I let myself stop for a while when I was like super workaholic. When I first started doing this full time, I had to cut myself off. I had other friends like entrepreneurs like Brandon who started Liquid IV, who's one of my best friends, tell me you have to cut yourself off or else you're just going to get so burnt out and you're never going to sleep. And you can't wind down, fall asleep at the end of the day if you have all this stuff like pulsating through your mind mm-hmm. because you've just been working on it. So especially with your personality, you're yeah. the kind of person who always has something pulsating on your mind. Always. Yeah. <laughs> no. And, and I'll be like typing out lists at 11 PM, like yeah. hundreds of things that I want to do the next day. But lately it's all about trying to do less mm-hmm. right now for me because putting too much on my to-do list, even if it makes me feel productive when I finish it is like, it's just too much. Yeah. I think focusing on less makes you accomplish more. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm trying to How do. How long does it usually take you to write a blog post? Well, I'm a crazy fast writer, really mm-hmm. fast. This has been like since I was really young. Wow. So I can write a blog post sometimes in 30 minutes or less. Um, oh, sometimes Dang. hours. Like, you, you know, my, my blog posts are really <laughs> long. Um, so I actually looked at it the other day because I started writing something that was just like a from the heart kind of post. And I started it by saying, it um, <laughs> probably I started it by saying, um, like it's 1:46 PM or something. I don't know. I was setting the yeah. scene. And by the time I finished, it was like three 30. Uh-huh. So that's how I know that blog post took me like a lot longer than yeah. sometimes I think it does. But but when you think of everything that goes into a blog post like the edited photos and oftentimes the photo shoot or the back and forth with the brand or uh, the research or actually like going to the restaurant that I'm reviewing or something when you think about it 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 is like a full day's work most blog posts people don't realize like people don't realize that when it comes to bloggers like I was listening to a YouTuber who just started a blog too and she's like holy she was snapchatting she's like holy shit blogging is a lot of work she's like yeah. I didn't realize how much time how time consuming it is because it's like you have to go take pictures you have to edit the pictures you yeah like, so, you, you write your post yeah but then you have to edit the post and like you gotta add links and like I don't know it's just like it's a ton of work yeah. and that's why that's why I've had like so many like you've been with me through a lot of these ideas where I think oh I should just get a full time photographer mm-hmm. I should just hire them full time. Mm-hmm. They'll do all the editing. They'll take all the photos. And then it never works because as a blogger, you want to have that creative control. Yeah. You have an aesthetic. You have a vibe. I think it works for people who who that's not their main passion. And I mm-hmm. think it's good to delegate and to save yourself time. But with a blog, most bloggers want that control so over the photos over the writing over the editing over the links over the every single word of every single thing so people tell me like couldn't you just have like your intern write your blog post and I'm like no I mean Christina somehow does write in my exact voice I've seen it happen I well I was telling her like um on one of your posts I was like 
It sounds just yeah. like you. Yeah. Like you guys are so similar. We it's have hilarious. a really similar voice, and we yeah. we have a really similar interests. So yeah. we, yeah, like she would be the perfect person if I ever needed somebody to write a blog post, mm-hmm. which I think one time I did have you do about an event because sometimes there is just like way too much to do with a yeah. short amount of time with mm-hmm. deadlines. But um, for the most part, that would just never work because a blogger yeah. is has a voice, like an authentic right. voice that people come to. Yeah. That's what I told you. I was like, I was like, you need like I can't. I'm not like I'm not you. You know, like yeah. People, and that's people want to hear you. You know exactly. So I think, I think it's good to like have help and have people help you with with whatever like yeah. you can delegate to them. Mm-hmm. But it's really hard as a blogger to come up with like standard things that you're not going to do yourself. Yeah. So that's why next time I have an intern or assistant or anything. I just want to like be able to delegate to them like as much fun as this is going to be. I probably probably have you run a lot of errands and do stuff that's not, you know, like that fun because that's the only stuff that I don't want to (laughs) do. Like and editing and like Christina is so good at editing videos. Yeah, for sure. Like I told you the first time I was like, I was like, if you need me to go to like get you groceries or like cook you dinner, I will. Exactly. And you're like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's nice. And I've had you get my car washed and like always have you pick up miscellaneous things and stuff. But if I could just have somebody doing that all the freaking time and like pay them for it, that's the kind of the point that I'm at is like, I just want to eliminate all of the excess stuff like even opening boxes in yeah, my apartment takes it's me hours every day so yeah you can imagine i think i went way off of your question <laughs> but on the topic of like having a busy schedule how do you stay so healthy that's a really good question i try to just always prioritize always prioritize my health because if I don't feel good and if I don't feel on top of my game Mm -hmm. and I'm so sensitive like I have the most sensitive body of almost anybody I know which Mm -hmm. like I know a few other people that are like that like Christina and (laughs) but I yeah I'm a highly sensitive person there's like a whole book about highly sensitive people if you guys Mm -hmm. ever want to read it it's just called the highly sensitive person and I've learned a lot about that type of person over the last Mm year um, do you structure your eating more than like your schedule? Because your schedule is kind of like not as um, scheduled, but do you schedule your eating? Yeah, I do. I mean, I try to. So it's just super important to me. So I'll either, I feel the best when I'm making a lot of my meals or mm-hmm. if I eat out, I have to be very specific. Like yeah. it's going to be from Cafe Gratitude. Yeah. It's going to be from Whole Foods where I can pick and choose everything. Right. Um, I can't just like go to restaurants all the time that are not chosen by me that Mm -hmm. like (laughs) I've tried trust me and I just don't feel good after a while so I just prioritize my health I prioritize my workouts Mm -hmm. um and I just know also that life is a balance so if there are some days like these weekends when I have my teacher training from 12 to 4 every day which is such prime lunchtime Uh, (laughs) yes and and nap time I like to eat a late (laughs) breakfast so like my schedule is kind of funky when it comes to eating. Um, I just have to be easy on myself. It's like these days are not going to be my my ideal eating days. Like I had breakfast. I don't really have time to eat lunch at a proper time. So I'll have snacks. And like mm-hmm. for me, just kind of like forgiving myself for all of that and not beating myself up. Like, oh my God, you should have like packed yourself a full blown lunch with like everything that's perfect yeah. so that you have mm-hmm. energy. There's just not time in the day. So mm-hmm. um yeah, I think that's a good point. I think people are, like, really hard on themselves. Like, I know I am. Like, <laughs> like, but I 
also that I'm thinking, okay, I literally eat so healthy, like 99%. Yeah, I think it's such a balance. If I fuck up one day, it's really not a big deal. Yeah, and I think you have to live your life too. Like last night, Mm. I went to dinner with um, Will and my boy, boy, (laughs) um, and he eats really late and it's always this back always back and forth like yeah. I eat really early he eats really late and usually we meet right in the middle and it's fine but last night all these things happened where we ended up eating so late and we were out to dinner and I was so hungry and it was like 9 p.m. Yeah. and I just I just had to be fine with that and mm-hmm. a couple of years ago I would not have been fine with that but I love like we had such a fun night and I think it's really important to just enjoy your life and have fun and connect with people and mm-hmm. let food be the fun social thing it's supposed to be yeah like don't get caught up in being perfect but of course they ordered probably the healthiest thing on the menu so mm-hmm. it's balance okay kind of going off of that so breaking vegan which if you guys don't know it's jordan's book mm-hmm. <laughs> um breaking vegan is like all about your struggle with orthorexia and then like shedding your, your veganism label and just breaking free of that and so and we've kind of talked about this before, but how do you define the difference between caring about your health and, like, being obsessive over it? Like, and especially, like, you know, like, I've struggled with orthorexia, and then I felt like after I worked through a lot of it, I'm still very health conscious. And so then people on the outside sometimes are, like, still think it's orthorexia. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, no, because I can tell the difference because I'm not, like, afraid of food anyway. I exactly. I prefer certain foods, but I think a lot of people struggle with that. Like, yeah. How do you define the difference between those? Well, I think the biggest misconception about orthorexia and people who are recovering from orthorexia Mm -hmm. is that they should not focus on health or be healthy or they're not allowed to eat healthy, make their own food. And that's ridiculous. And that's Mm -hmm. actually something I've talked at length with Stephen Bratman, the doctor who created the term orthorexia, and he's also been orthorexic. We've talked a lot about that because he probably had the most backlash about that, about the term orthorexia being used as something to lead people away from healthy food, away from organic food. People have even accused him of being paid by factory farms, corporate chains, like things like that, which is so ridiculous because he, of all people, he lives on an organic farm. He's so healthy, but he just didn't want to be controlled by his mind anymore, which is what an eating disorder is. So there's always going to be people who don't understand, especially because most of the world is not as health conscious as yeah. we are. Mm-hmm. So, and especially like a lot of us here in LA are. So I think, I don't know. It's just such a personal thing because, yeah. because you know, when food is affecting you negatively. And I think that's the difference between being passionate about health mm-hmm. and having orthorexia mm-hmm. is when you're stressed out all the time about food and it's a negative thing and Mm -hmm. you're constantly like I can't eat that what am I actually gonna have um that's negative that's an eating disorder or at least disordered eating Mm -hmm. mindset but if it's all positive and you eat healthy because you love it because you feel good because you have energy because you know you're not depriving yourself that's positive that there's nothing orthorexic about that and people ask me all the time like well, I love health and like nobody in my life likes to eat healthy. Am I orthorexic? The answer is usually no, because I mean, it's like, do do you have an eating disorder? Like you really have to draw inward and I'm not mocking any of that because Mm -hmm. I know that it's 
difficult sometimes to figure out like if if you do have a healthy relationship with food but i think that's why it's so it's so important to strengthen the connection between your mind and your body so that mm-hmm. you know like are you eating when you're hungry because i wasn't when i was orthorexic are you giving yourself a proper combination of fats carbs protein vegetables yeah. i wasn't like i wasn't getting enough nutrients so mm-hmm. I think your body tells you too, if you're healthy, if you have energy, if your hair and your nails and your skin are strong and good and healthy looking, like that's all probably means that you're fine. Yeah. I think for me, it was like looking in at like, what are the intentions behind my choices? Like, Mm -hmm. is there a, is there a fear rooted in that? Or is it just like, I want to eat this? Well, actually people like us struggle more because we have horrible stomach problems and and health problems because yeah, I'm afraid because it's going to hurt my stomach or am I afraid because I'm like, Oh, this is like the struggle of my life. And I just know that every Mm -hmm. single day, my relationship with food is something I, I have to focus on and I try to make it very positive, but I have tons of stomach problems. I have food allergies. Even when I was just in New York last week, which was such a fun week, I spent one whole entire day in my hotel because, because my stomach was just acting up and there was no way I could have left my hotel because I didn't feel well. But the difference is like, I was fine with that. Like that's my body. I love my body for what it does for me. I have so much my, my body gives me so much, so much yeah. energy, lets me, allows me. I ran a marathon. Like, that was one of the biggest accomplishments of my life because I was just so proud of it. Things like that where I have to always remember, like, thank you to my body for giving me all of these great things, even if you struggle from yeah. food intolerances, food allergies. Right. And I try to just make choices that are not going to make it difficult on me. Yeah. Do you ever feel yourself... Um, feel the desire to be restrictive again and if so how do you overcome it yeah I do and I'm pretty open about that even though like yes I do consider myself actually fully recovered Mm -hmm. quote unquote but I think most people who struggle with eating disorders are always going to have that it's always going to be a challenge. It's a part mm-hmm. of your personality. Yeah. It's like a tendency. I, right. I've actually right. been, right. yeah, like geared toward wanting to be restrictive for my whole life. Like mm-hmm. as long as I can remember even being a very young child. So because I feel good when I, when I am sort of restrictive. Because like you have control over it. Control and the stomach problems that mm-hmm. I have. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, the less, if I never get too full, my stomach net. problems yeah. are not as bad. So it's a safety net. And if I, like when I was traveling last week and wasn't getting enough food, like the day that I was on the plane, cause it's just impossible to do that. Mm-hmm. And I felt good. And I felt like, Oh, I'll keep oh, doing this. But what you have to remember is it's it's always going to bounce back. You cannot mm-hmm. be restrictive forever. And that's what I learned with my eating disorder. I was restrictive for two years. It's way longer than anybody ever could. But you kind of lose your bandwidth for that. And now my body won't even let me really restrict for more than like two days. Because yeah. I think your bandwidth just like really changes, which yeah. is good. Mm-hmm. So I have to remember like I can restrict today. But that means I'm going to overeat tomorrow. Like I'm going to just need more food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So why not just be balanced? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are some of the things you like did to learn to stop obsessing over food? Well, I'm such a highly obsessive person. <laughs> it is my personality. Yeah. But I think um, basically just incorporating a lot more variety is helpful. 
like never depriving myself is so helpful eating a lot of healthy fats so that when I eat a meal I'm satiated for hours until my next meal instead of previously I would focus on like really ultra healthy kind of lower calorie type of meals and I would always be a little bit hungry which would of course make anybody obsessed over food so I try to just like satiate myself give me give myself enough fuel and energy and it definitely helps over time I mean that's like physical physiological but it does help mentally over time yeah I think a lot of people like people ask me that like I can't stop thinking about food I'm like you're probably hungry you're probably yeah. really deprived and i've been <laughs> there like ate enough food then you probably wouldn't yeah but i've totally been there and i remember feeling like how could anybody not be obsessive yeah. over food and i lived with my best friend katie and i would i would be juice cleansing for 30 days at a time and she would be eating chipotle and burgers <laughs> and she was very healthy still healthy to this day but she just can you know, eat all that stuff in moderation. And I would think like, how are you eating a burger right now? And you're not even going to finish it. And like, how do you have, how are you not obsessing over (laughs) this right now? And I was jealous because Mm -hmm. I didn't have it in me to like eat that kind of stuff in moderation, which Mm -hmm. is why I juice cleansed for weeks. But now I am one of those people. So I think you can definitely change that mindset if you want to. And if, if you actually want to find that balance in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But All right. Last question. Um, besides your own, whose blog do you look at for inspiration? Oh, I love that question. Mm-hmm. So I love Lauren's blog, the skinny confidential. I know you guys interviewed her yes. and Michael yeah. and um, they're fantastic. <laughs> I love I love her blog because I think her aesthetic is just so on point. So she pretty. has branded I like her it. blog I saw your perfectly. Phone case too. Oh yeah, I have my That's skinny the one I would get too. The booty <laughs> call one. I, know. I so love this cute. one, but I also I wanted the one that says "Make the guy carry your purse." Yeah. Oh, that's um, but it didn't fit too. my six plus. But so I look at her blog all the time. We've become friends through the blogging world, and I just appreciate her as a person because she so is supportive. Like she's super whenever real. I tell her like I'm starting something new, like I need some advice or whatever, she's the first person to give me advice. She Mm -hmm. believes that there's enough room for all of us she's such a giver which is exactly what i believe so i love her blog i still follow tons of food blogs like i love Mm -hmm. chocolate covered katie the healthy dessert blog (laughs) she's another super nice person who's awesome um there's so many um healthy food bloggers that i look at like every single day katie was the one who told you say that yeah so I talked so Katie of Chocolate Covered Katie I talked to her on the phone before I um posted my like I'm not vegan anymore blog post and she said you're gonna get death threats and like you have to be really careful and all this stuff and I was like no I'm not you're the one who has millions of views on your blog every day like I'm not gonna get death threats but she was right so yeah I look at so many blogs She's actually the first food blogger that I ever looked at back in high school. Me too, because yeah. she's been blogging for so long. For so she long. She like, got me into like baking. Yeah. Like, when I first like found out I had all these like res- like food restrictions, and I was like, can I never have sweets again? And then I found her blog, and I literally spent all summer making her recipe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I did the same my, thing. It was my homepage. Oh, I believe that. <laughs> <laughs> Structured Christina but, with her homepage. <laughs> have you seen I her desktop? That. 
Um, probably not. <laughs> I should. You though. can't even see I the do. the like the screen. Oh it's just like God. a bunch of like. Oh my. Like, oh yeah, I do I, that too. Yeah. That's one thing I do. Wow, that like overwhelms me a little. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot. Like you're so structured, and then like bam. <laughs> I know. Okay, well, we're like running out of time, but this was so this much was fun. fun. Thank you so much so for much coming on. Thing, why don't you tell our listeners where you can, where they can find you? Okay, so you can find me on thebalanceblonde.com everywhere. Thebalanceblonde.com. <laughs> at the balance blonde on instagram at balance blondie on twitter um the balance blondie on facebook the balance blonde on youtube and pinterest <laughs> and okay so christina doesn't even know this yet i'm gonna start a podcast oh so you God. can find me there soon What's i'm hopefully these three will help me a lot because i'm not really sure what i'm doing it's gonna be called soul on fire so it's gonna soul be interviewing people about how they set their souls on yeah. fire talking about the business of wow. blogging um talking about everything definitely have to have you guys on as my yeah. resident Ooh. college experts <laughs> so <laughs> yeah so you can find me in all sorts of places and my book breaking vegan is on amazon barnes and noble barnes and noble yeah. my favorite place yeah <laughs> me too and is your ebook gonna be out soon yeah so i have an ebook coming out about the business of blogging called going viral because i think that's what everybody wants is to go viral um that'll be out in like probably three weeks which will bring us to November. Damn, that's scary. My birthday that month. Scary. <laughs> oh my gosh. When's your birthday? October 11th. Are you a Libra? Oh. Yeah, I'm a Libra. Okay, that's yeah. cool. I, I get a Libra along tattoo. Libras. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. Libras are the best. Also, like, did, I, did you get my text about your birthday? Yeah, present? yeah, yeah, yeah. I so saw it. I and literally ordered it so long ago. And I oh, well, I can't wait to It'll get it. I love, I love extending birthdays yeah. that way. So <laughs> we will um, post all of that in the show notes so yeah can, uh, yeah yeah yeah. that'll be easier. don't worry if you didn't catch all yeah, of that <laughs> I know it's a lot um so yeah thanks again for being here it's been thanks great. for having thank me thank you so much Jordan. I'm, so excited. I'm so proud of you guys i just have to say that because oh, you've been so consistent with this you've interviewed you've d- talked about so many incredible topics interviewed some really awesome people and i think it's really cool because you're all in school full time you have jobs some of you yeah. maybe all of you so yeah. it's inspiring Thank you. And actually, fun fact, Jordan like was helped me come up with the name. Yeah, yes. I love brainstorming <laughs> yeah. names. This is the perfect name that you yeah. guys landed on. No, I love Cause it because it's actually adultish. It's like that's how everybody feels. I think between the ages of like eighteen and thirty. Yeah, like, yeah. are we sort of adults? Yeah. Like sort of, <laughs> but, but still looking for older adults yeah. to help yeah. us. <laughs> exactly, and then it can grow with you yeah. because you guys will graduate soon, and Definitely. it's like your little diary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's so yeah, fun. It's like sure. a blog. Love it. Thanks so much. So. If you haven't subscribed, make sure you subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher. And you should like our Facebook page, facebook.com slash actuallyadultish. Follow us on Instagram, actuallyadultish. And I'm going to post a picture of Nina holding a potato soon. It's going to be really good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So oh, excited. my gosh. And, yeah, if you have any questions for us, send them in to actuallyadultish.com or email us at actuallyadultish at gmail.com. And we will talk to you guys again next week. Bye. Bye.